Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Hello, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Saturday Night Sermon. I'm Beulah, and I will be sitting with you in this segment. Let us begin with a word of prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we want to thank you for this time and this moment. Thank you for the word that will be brought forth. I thank you, Lord, that it is something that has come from your heart and your desire to be released to the people and all who would tune in and listen to this message. Lord, in your name, I ask that you anoint my tongue, that in the name of Jesus, only the word of, of God and only the intent of what you want will be brought forth that it is none of me, but it is all of you. I also ask the Lord for the grace of your presence and your Holy Spirit to flow through, to bring the sound of your words, God, into the hearts of those who hear, that you will penetrate into their hearts, Father, to meet the needs, to respond and to touch lives, Lord, in Jesus' name. This is your segment, Lord. This is your word and this is your time. I am just your instrument. So I thank you, Lord, that you flow through right now and take over this time. In the name of Jesus, I give you all the praise, all the glory. Hallelujah and amen. I, um, this is my first time doing this, so I'm just going to take it real casual. And I ask that you sit down with me and, you know, just have a little chat here. It's going to talk about something that the Lord has put in my heart and um, that he would like to release to you wherever you are. The first thing that he said to, was, um, give me the scripture in verse John chapter 4 verse 9. And it says that in this, the love of God was manifested towards us, towards you. That he, our Father God, has sent his only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus, into this world that we might live through him. Now, this is a verse that I guess probably we have read many times. I have come across several times, but usually, you know, I mean, when I go through this verse, it only seems like it's just a passing phase. But actually what this verse comes is with a depth of the Father's love for us. And it is because in order for us to live through him, it requires the payment of the blood covenant. Because of the fall of Adam, that all man is born into the fallen nature of sin. Therefore, per, um, to be paid by the debt of sin. But because the love of God for us is so great that even before we knew of him, before we knew he existed, he already made provision for the restoration of our life in him. By sending the Son Jesus Christ on earth as man and take upon himself all that is fallen in our humanity, all that is fallen in our human nature, in our bodies, and in our soul, in our spirit. Carry it all upon himself and paid for with his blood and with his life. 
he became the blood sacrifice. He became the blood covenant that was made on our behalf so that we are restored to the Father, restored into wholeness, restored in him, and restored to our sonship and our destiny and purpose. That he has so this blood covenant is made possible and paid for in full by the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. So what does this blood covenant in him entails? It says in Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9, from the Amplified, he keeps, God keeps the covenant and his steadfast love and his mercy for us for generations upon generations, even to a thousand generations. It says here, to know, to recognize and understand, therefore, that the love of your God, the love of our God, our Father, He is our God. He is our Father, the faithful God. He keeps covenant and steadfast love and mercy with those who love Him and keep His commandments to us to a thousand generations. So this is a blood covenant that cannot be broken. It cannot be revoked. It lasts throughout span of time and even beyond and psalms 25 verse 14 he shows the secret of this covenant it is not just a covenant it entails so much depth and detail that is life-changing and life-transforming it says here the secret of the lord is with those who fear river and worship him and he will show them his covenant and reveal to them its deep and inner meaning. So a covenant, it comes with a whole string of things. And a covenant with a God who does not break. Psalms 89 verse 34, it says, My covenant with you, my covenant, I will not break nor alter the word that has gone forth from my lips. This is something that God has established through his son by giving him the body of man in the flesh. You see, when it's easy for us to say that, oh, Jesus can't do it. He can't do anything. He's the son of God, you know? But do we realize that in order for Jesus to come, and pay the blood, the price of the blood covenant, he has to leave all that is of heaven behind. He has to leave all that is that he is, his divinity, his his godhood, his godheadness in him. He has to leave that all behind and come upon this earth, come into this world to be born through the flesh of man. Though he did not come with, in the seed of man, he came in the seed of the Father, but he was born through man in the flesh of man. And therefore he is called the Son of Man. So what it really is, is our Lord Jesus, he gave up his divinity and he came on this earth as man in the flesh so that he can give us the life of his divinity. And in the exchange, so that we can give him 
our life as flesh on this earth, as flesh of man, and receive divinity of his life so that we can be restored to the Father. So this is, the, in essence, what the blood covenant is. And so we are restored to our sonship as his sons and daughters in Romans 8, 15 to 17. Because we did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but that we have received through the blood covenant, we have received the spirit of adoption by whom we can now cry, Abba, Father. Because his spirit himself, he bears witness with our spirit that we are now, through the blood covenant, we are now the children of the Most High. And we are now his sons and daughters. And if we are children, then we are heirs. And we are heirs of the Most High. We are heirs of our Father God. And we are joined heirs with Christ. What does this mean, actually? What does this mean? We are heirs of God and we are joined heirs with Christ. And we are the sons and daughters of God. Hebrews 13, verse 20, 21. It is through the blood of this everlasting covenant that he made with us. That through this covenant, we are made complete. That we are restored in our spirit, our soul, and our body into oneness. And in that oneness, we are restored in spirit unto him, back to the Father. That through the blood, verse 20, that through the blood of the everlasting covenant, he has made you complete. Because the God of peace who brought our Lord Jesus from the dead, this great shepherd of the sheep, through the power of, of, the, of God, through the Holy Spirit, that he raised Jesus from the dead. In this blood covenant, he restored us and made us complete. Peace of God. The peace means nothing missing, nothing broken. That's what shalom is. It means nothing missing, nothing broken. Which means everything that is misaligned, misjoined, broken in whatsoever form of way in our lives and in our soul, through the experiences of our past, all that we have walked through in this journey of life. Our Father in the blood covenant, He can restore us and make us whole. You know, a broken pottery can be restored when you put the pieces together and you glue them with linings. In the same way, in all the broken pieces of our soul and our memories and our experiences, God, by His blood covenant, He puts every pieces together and joins them with the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, the body broken for us, so that we can be made whole. So this is the price of the blood that he has paid to cut the eternal everlasting covenant for us on our behalf with the Father. That cannot be broken. And once this covenant is made, God keeps it for a thousand generations. This is the hope that we now have. 
the living hope that is alive, that is breathing in us that we now have because we now have this blood covenant that cannot be broken. And as we walk with him, as we walk in our walk with our Lord, in the companionship and relationship with him, he reveals to us layers by layers the deep inner meaning of this covenant. In Acts chapter 17, verse 28, it says, In him, in Christ, in our covenant Lord, in him we live and we move and we have our being. What exactly does this phrase mean? In him we live and we move and we have our being. You know, sometime back in 2020, in one of the times that I was just waiting before the Lord, just sitting and just being quiet and just waiting on him. And he, the Lord opened my spiritual eyes and allowed me to see this vision. And I, in this vision, I saw a prison, a very clear and transparent prison. And a force of light, a beam of white, bright light shines and hit this prison and fills it. And as it filled up, out burst forth seven different colors, magnificent display of colors. And as I was looking at this vision, and the Lord puts it in my heart, and he says, when God's light, when his love shines into this transparent prison, it reveals the spectrum of the seven light colors. It reveals the expression that is within this white light. The expression, the manifold expression of this white light into seven different expressions. And the Lord says, you are like the transparent prison. You, you are like, just like the transparent prison in him, for him, and in his eyes. That when he shines his love light into you, through you, he expresses the display of his manifold nature in the different colors. You know, on this earth, we are limited to a spectrum of seven. But in the spirit realm, where the throne of God is, it is beyond just this seven. It is manifold. What it really means is that within one, there are layers. Within the layers, there are manifold layers, other layers. It is multidimensional in many degrees. And so when, when God's one love, one light, one color shines into us and fills us, it bursts forth the expression of this manifold nature. It reminds me in Isaiah chapter 11, you know, when he describes of Jesus. It says, the spirit of the Lord shall rest on him. The spirit of wisdom, spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Seven. Seven spirits. 
seven light colors. You know, love is the very essence of who God is. It is the very essence of His divine nature, Himself. He is love, and love is Him. He is light, and light is Him. And so, love is light, and His light is His love. You get the drift. So, when God's love light shines into you and fills you. Within us is the expression of His seven light colors. Within us is the expression of the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of wisdom, the Spirit of understanding, the Spirit of counsel, the Spirit of might, the Spirit of the knowledge, and of the fear of the Lord, the reverent, worshipful fear of the Lord. You know, the reverent, worshipful fear of the Lord really springs from love. Because when you are so in love, the last thing that you want to do is to hurt. So when in that position of love, it produces the reverence that out of that love, we do not want to do anything that hurts him or breaks his heart or grieves him. So it comes to one completeness. In this love light of God is the expression of the seven spirits, the seven love, the seven nature, sevenfold nature, and many more. You know, the fullness of God is in his love. We cannot separate God and love, love and God. So which is why scripture says that when we say that we love if we say that we love God, but we hate another, then we do not have the love of God in us. It cannot be separated. And when the fullness of God manifests in us, when we walk and live in the love of God in our hearts, when the love of God matures and grows in us, the fullness of God, it grows in levels in us too. In Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19, it says that to, love, to know the love of Christ, which surpasses our human understanding, our human knowledge, our human intellect. To know the love, the light of Christ, that you may be filled with all the fullness of the Most High. You, you will be filled with all the fullness of God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13, it says that now we abide in faith, we abide in hope, you buy in love these three but really the greatest of this is one and that is love because that is who god is and in first corinthians chapter 6 verse 17 he or she who is joined to the lord is one spirit with him so when we unite ourselves and we grow and walk in the love of God. We walk in the fullness of his spirit in us. And that is the expression of the seven colors. So how does, how does it work with us? How does it relate to us moving and having our being in him? In order to be the expression of his fullness, 
we need to be transparent before our holy God. To be transparent means to be purified of any contamination or corruption. It means the surrendering and the yielding of our self, of the self-life into him. Because there can be no strange fire or dark light in the spirit of God. There can be no strange fire or dark light in God, in him, because he is holy. So when we empty ourselves and we keep ourselves consecrated before him, when we live a holy and righteous life in him, surrendering unto him, then we become transparent. And when his love light shines through us and fills us, then the expression comes forth. You see, the expression of the seven colors is not just in the seven spirits, not just, it's also the strength, it's also the gifts, it is also the nature. You know, when you express love for the people around you, even this love itself is manifold. It has various degrees, it has various expression. The same with creativity. There are different levels and different expression. It's manifold. Because this is this is like this is who God is. This is the likeness of Him. God is not contained in one. He is expressed in many. So when this love light of God shines into our heart, let it be the driving force and motivation in everything that we do. You see, when we, when we express God as he expressed the Father when he walks on this earth, we are expressing his nature and it reflects the Father. So in all that we do with one another, for one another, let it be motivated and be driven by God's love in us for the people. Because God's love has no bounds. It is unconditional. Our love is conditional, but his love is not. And so when we allow ourselves to be the conduit and expression, the love of God, even when we stand before people who we have difficulty loving, even when we stand before the ones that are unlovable, but yet the love of God is able to reach through their barriers and facade and the walls and touch that very spot, that very place in the soul of that person that needs to be healed by his love. And when we allow ourselves to be transparent that way and allow him to move and flow through us, the seven colors, the seven spirit is able to reach and touch whosoever that is before and around us. So let it be the love of God that is our driving force and our motivation. Not ourselves, not what we want, but 
what he wants. And what he wants is always for the person. It's not for himself, it's always for him. Remember, he was the one that first cut the blood covenant, even when we are not asking for it, even when we are not looking for it. But he made the provision first. He takes the first step. So the love of God breaks doors and breaks down walls. He does it first. And it's a privilege and an honor when we allow ourselves, we allow ourselves to be used by him to touch lives, to make a difference in our community, in our neighborhood, in the people that we commune with. It's easy to judge one another by what we see with our eyes. But God sees all those frailty of men in his blood. And when he looks upon us through the blood and through the eyes of Jesus, he sees his blood. And he says, I have done this for you. I have made the way open for you so that you can come to me and be restored unto me so that I can restore you to fullness. And so this love light of our Father, it can be only released and revealed and manifest by one true source, and that is God himself. I know there, there are many doctrines and philosophies and ideas floating out there in the world that we are God and we are one with the universe. But you see, this love light, this whole thing about having a life, a higher life in him, having a life of divinity, is only made possible by the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that is the blood covenant. Without the blood covenant, there is no love light. There is no living hope. There is no, there is no returning into the bosom of the Father. It is only made possible by the blood covenant that he has offered for himself. He came in a body of a flesh and live the life of the human flesh so that when he lays down this life, we can receive from him his divine life. In that great exchange is our great restoration. So this love light, this expression of the manifold wisdom, knowledge, counsel, might, love, spirit of the Lord, spirit of the fear of the Lord, is only made possible through the blood covenant of our Lord Jesus Christ that he has made for us on our behalf. Ephesians 3.19, to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge, philosophy, and everything else, that you may be filled with all the fullness of the Father. You see, 
you know, the book of Ephesians, it's really a, a tremendous, wonderful book. I really encourage you to read. Just the whole book of Ephesians, it entails and it shows us our true spiritual heritage in the Lord Jesus, our true spiritual heritage that he has restored back unto us. It is our identity of who we really are in the Father. It is a book that <laughs> perhaps you have to read it a few times, you know, over and over and really ask the Lord to open your eyes to receive the fullness of it. Because beyond those print, printed texts is really a very deep dimension of truth and revelation of the knowledge of his will and his destiny and his life. The covenant. I'm reading Ephesians over and over again and I'm still getting the deep juice out of it. But anyway, I digress. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 8 onwards to chapter 4 in the initial few verses. This grace is given to us through the blood covenant. This grace of God is given to us. This grace of the unsearchable reaches of Christ that he has restored unto us in the blood covenant. I'm paraphrasing. And it's to, to make us see and to make us know what is the fellowship of this great mystery which God has hidden in him from the beginning of the ages. And that is this blood covenant to restore us unto him. And to the intent, verse 10, and to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known to, might be made known by the church, by his body, by you and I, to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places. And we become the expression of the manifold wisdom of God through the infilling of his love light in us. 11. This is according to the eternal purposes which he has accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is his purpose, his will. This is his plan, his mind. When he sent our Lord Jesus to the earth, this was what it was all about. To be our blood covenant, to, to restore through the blood covenant back to the Father. 16, verse 16. And so that he would grant to you according to the riches of his glory, the riches of his goodness, everything that is him that is good about him, the heaviest element, the heaviest weight of his goodness, that is his glory. So that he can give you according to riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might, to strengthen you with his might through his spirit in your inner man. That our Lord Jesus, the expression of the love of the Father in us, may dwell in our hearts through faith, through just trusting him. It will dwell in your hearts 
through your trusting in Him, that you become rooted and become grounded in His love, in His love light. And thereby you could comprehend with all the saints, with all the believers, what is the great width, what is the great length, the great depth, and the great height. Knowing this love light of our Lord Jesus, the expression of our Father, which surpasses knowledge. So that when it comes to you and when it fills you, you will be filled with all the fullness and all the expression of Him. His love light that is found in Him. And then to Him, He is able, Him in you, He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ever ask or we can even imagine according to this great power of Him that works in us, that lives inside of us. This is the glory of God in His sons and daughters through the blood covenant by our Lord Jesus that will last unto all generations upon generations forever and ever. Amen. This is what the Lord means when he says, in him we live, in him we move, and in him we have our being. You are the transparent prism that He shines His love light into you and fill you that you, through His love light, can express sevenfold colors of His nature, of His strength, of His wisdom, of His understanding, of His knowledge, of his counsel, of his spirit, and of his reverential fear. The whole essence, the whole presence of God. So what happens when we are filled with his love light and expressing his manifold? We are united, we become united in one body in one spirit, in one hope. You see, this hope that we now have when we have received Jesus, O Lord, and restored to the Father, this one hope is not a figment of our understanding. This one hope is living power, is life. It lives and it breathes in us. Because of the restoration that we have returned unto the Father, this love light is now our living hope. And this living hope is now the expression that we can release unto the community and unto the world that is falling in disparity. 
for the whole of creation is groaning for the revealing of the sons of God on this earth. That is talking about our time now. That is talking about us. Revealing of the sons of God who walks and breathes in living hope of restoration and completeness. And him there is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, one Father of us all, who is above all, pervading all and living in us all. In him we live, in him we move, and have our being. You now in Hebrews chapter 13, it says that through the blood of the everlasting covenant, he makes you complete. And I'm just feeling it right now that there may be some of you out there who feels that everything has fallen apart. There is no way to turn, nowhere to turn. And there is no hope of coming back together in one piece. The Lord wants you to know that this blood, this covenant that he has made for you, that he has purchased in full for you, will make you complete. Just be that transparent prism and come to him and say, Lord, fill me. I receive your covenant in full. And he will make you complete in your spirit, your soul, and your body. He will Go through that path that you have walked, that journey. He will journey into the beginning from the time that you are conceived. That spark of life. He will go through right to that moment where the spark of life with the blood that traces and washes the entire frame for you. He has done this for you. And so when you come to him and you give that to him, you give him all your broken pieces, all your disparity, give it to him and he will exchange with you that living hope that makes you whole and makes you complete. We all have stories of our own. I have walked through my journey of completion. It was a long process, but God did it for us. He did it for me. He will do it for you. So I just want to thank you, Father, for this grace that you have extended and you have given unto us. This is the expression of your love. This, this is your love. And 
What can we say, Lord? No words can express. So we just receive. We just receive in humility. Receive your grace. This is what it means, grace. That even when it is undeserving, even when we do not deserve, that we have not done anything for it, and nothing that we could do could ever be worth for it, Lord. Even in that, He pours it out for us, the free gift. This is grace, and He reaches out and extends Himself unto you, unto all of us. So I pray and I thank you for listening and sitting down here with me. And I pray that the words that were spoken forth will minister and touch your heart and touch your life. And I would like to take this time to, if any of you who is listening right now and you have not made Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And you would like, and you want to receive this grace, this love light. You want to be changed and be made whole and be made complete again, to and made into oneness with Him. I invite you to repeat this prayer after me. But I want you to understand that it is not the words; it is the intent of the heart. It is what comes out—the sincerity that that you mean. With, so you you can actually say this in your own words. But for those who would like to be guided, you can just repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your grace and your gift of life and hope and restoration. I thank you for the gift of love. Lord Jesus, I lay down my sins to you. I ask for your forgiveness, Lord, for all the sins in my lifetime that I've committed. Lord Jesus, I receive your forgiveness by faith because you have already laid it down on the cross. You have already given your life and your body so that I can receive your salvation and your redemption. In Jesus' name. Make me clean now, Lord, from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. Everything in between. Restore to me all that you have designed, all that you have purpose. In Jesus' name, and I thank you. I am now a child of God. I am now a son and a daughter of God. And I am restored to my spiritual heritage, heritage, my spiritual identity, my truth in the Father, in Jesus' name. If you have said that prayer with me, then welcome to the family, and feel free to. Hop into、um, Telegram and find us on Right on Radio. We have a thriving community, and、um, 
just let us know that you have said this prayer and make the Lord Jesus your Savior. And let us introduce ourselves to you. So thank you for this time. I pray and I hope that you are blessed. And I would like to invite you to join us um, after this session. Join us for our Sing and Pour prayer celebration. It will be on the Ride On Radio Telegram uh, on the main channel. It will come. Uh, it will start at 8 p.m. EST, and uh, it is the time where we pray in the Lord, led and guided by the Holy Spirit, and it's just a time of being in 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 the Father's presence together as a body. I mean, the presence of God is something else, really. And we'll very much love you to join us. So that's it. Thank you and God bless you. God keep you, make his face shine upon you and give you his peace and his rest. In Jesus' name, much love to you. Amen. Right on, right on, right on. Live right. Live right. In the real world. Right on radio. Right on radio.